How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Inside information on your teams, honest opinion, and the biggest names in sports. It's time, Las Vegas, for the Playmakers. Home on the range. Welcome back to the Playmakers, our number two. I do not understand that reference. I don't either. It was just in my brain. Bruce Springsteen strong or something? I literally don't know. Sounds I like just have home, home on, on the range. range. That's what I have. Just vibes. Just vibes. That's what we're here to bring in a whole hour more of sports, but mostly other things because sports and news. I mean, we have Twitter for that. We have the, the, the four-letter networks for that. We have... All of the avenues in which information is just shoved right into our brains and ear holes and other things Aaron Rodgers likes to put on his head. But we are here to provide a little bit different of a service here. Entertainment and some education. And some news that you need to know. Yeah. Like, not like the neatest to know. Unless you have Adele tickets in yeah. which your dates have been rescheduled. Sometimes we give you like sidebar news like I'm about to give you. Are oh. you into robots, Lindsay? <laughs> Depends on the robot. Depends on the service. Well... Uh, the service is umpiring, and if you're going to an oh. Aviators game, oh. yeah, uh, the Aviators oh. are one of the teams selected uh, this upcoming season. They will have robot umpires calling balls and strikes. I hate that it. should be fun. I hate it. Why? Another I, I, less I, I, jobs there, for people? There's a, there's a multitude of reasons why, but ultimately I, I saw this somewhere in the last couple of days, and it was a quote, and it said, computers shouldn't make managerial decisions because ultimately computers can't be held accountable. And that is a hundred percent true in this instance as well. Like who do, who do the managers berate? Who do the managers berate when they got to get the emotion out? Cause that was definitely a strike, even though you called it a ball. So for the, for the, the Lou Pinella factor, mm-hmm. you can't, you, we need that. There needs to be that part in the game where umpires and managers I just are arguing. Think humans should judge human things. But what if they get it stuff. wrong? Like That's okay, because humanity, at least we're all playing on the same field. We live in Las Vegas. You're going to tell that to betters who, like, lose out on millions of dollars? We've been doing of... it so far. Are they going to still place bets if they're human? But now it? it's, like, legal and, like, there's paper trails. I, it seems... I, that doesn't affect my my reason for betting at all. I, I honestly, I, I think if we go down this road with the robot umpiring, I think that it's a a much bigger deal than what a lot of people are making it out to be. And I think it will be damaging to the game, to the sports, to our psyche in some way. I just, I guess that's why they're testing it. I don't understand the necessity. Like we have to get it right. 
like you said, there's well, a lot of money on fair. the line, but it's, like it's fair. The it, but is it the fair? Nothing's team. fair. Nothing's fair. That's not that's not a good mentality to have. If there's something that's that we can do, that's a realistic mentality to have. Is it if robots so. exist that can make the right calls? Like, because now we have something that can always be right. So or ninety nine percent, ninety nine point nine 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 nine. What if the what what if that point one is today? Who do I go to? Okay, well, How you want that or this? Dave Hernandez as your umpire? I would. I think some managers would be like, we'll take the robots if they're going to get it right. Do you I think? think that's do the you think it'll part. impact people more going forward if they can't have someone to blame? Because sometimes that's about. Sometimes it's about the accountability. Sometimes it's about. Who was the umpire that took away the perfect game from a pitcher like five, six years ago on a, on a completely blown call at first base? They made the out. Yeah. Like, that's awful. But at the same time, if you take the umpire there and that call remains. Is this because you're a Vikings fan and like, no, that past interference I, with the Saints? No, I the really, miracle. this has nothing to do with any of the sports trauma. I just, I don't think that that computer refs are ne- are necessary. I just think it's ridiculous. I think I think it's just the further continuation of our overhype of analytics and everything else and there's absolutely a place for the existence, but it's our don't you complete yes, but I don't watch tennis to to look at all the trajectories of this drop shot or or what happens when so you hit to this person's backhand when it's 70 degrees. I watch tennis because I play tennis and I know what that how hard it is to hit that shot and what it feels like when I do hit a good one versus a bad one. So and I know what it feels screwed. like when my lungs are burning because I'm so out of shape. You know, it's I just I, I, I just how about we just let us be us and sports be sports and things be imperfect. What's so wrong with that? I guess. I just feel like if there's something in place that can make it a faster process, like at the end of the and a correct. What do you, when where it comes you gotta to go? sports where is you gotta correct. Be? It's it's baseball. They've been dragging their feet on why why now? Because the technology is there. And in baseball, like, they're weirdly, like, ahead of the curve. I mean, at least with streaming and things. I just, if it's available, if it's it's, in technology, they are. MLB TV, and, like, there's a reason why ESPN and ABC. I mean, true, but I just think that if, 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 at the end of the day. Maybe they're not investing the technology in the right way. Sure. But if they are, like, if they're going to make the correct calls. How about you just do robot umps in your spring training stuff for your pitchers as, like, a training tool so they know when they're throwing balls and strikes and you don't put it in the actual game? Absolutely. Like, you can make a screwdriver, but it doesn't have to be game day screwdriver. You okay. Know? That's fair. I mean, I think that's why they're, te- I think that's why they're doing it in AAA, just to test well, it I'm out and see. But that's what I mean. It doesn't have to be in the game. It can be part of, a, of the game, but it doesn't have to be in the game. I That's wish EA Mark Sports was here. Yeah, sorry, Mark. I don't have the button on my It's on okay. Hand. It's okay. But we have to move on anyways because it's not even a baseball segment. It's all the funniest of footballs. And now I don't even have a football joke because now my brain is still in baseball. I need at least probably 90 seconds for it to switch over. You were talking about people not being imperfect. Oh, uh, there's someone who's not, not imperfect. imperfect. I'm going to work it. It's uh, John Gruden. He's not He's not perfect at all. But not nobody is. Uh, Okay. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Uh, earlier today, the NFL uh, moved to dismiss John Gruden's lawsuit, um, and they also called Exiles Vegas Raiders coaches' claims against the league absolutely baseless. Uh, they filed a motion asking a Nevada court or a Clark County court, to be more specific, to dismiss um, the coaches' lawsuit against There's the league. There's absolutely a base that they can jump off of. Yeah, so saying. Saying accusations that the NFL leaked Gruden's emails are baseless and should be dismissed for failure to state a single viable cause of action. What? They also 
What does that mean? Let me go on because they they roast him even more. Gruden does not and cannot dispute that he wrote the published emails. He does not and cannot dispute that he sent those emails to multiple parties. Nor does he claim they were somehow altered or edited and that the repugnant views exposed in them were not, in fact, expressed by him. Instead, Gruden filed the instant complaint against the NFL and the commissioner, painting himself as the victim in a fictional story and seeking money through baseless claims against the NFL. And let's not forget the... The tone of these emails. If you're gay, he's not really a fan. If you're a woman, he's not really a fan. If you're a person of color, he's not really a fan. If you want to take what he was saying and how he referenced people, that is absolutely who John Gruden is. And all that is a fact. And John Gruden absolutely has payments and penance for these sins. But so does the NFL. And the NFL, I mean, they even, to go on further with what they were saying, uh, they tried to cover every angle. Um, the filing even said that if hypothetically the league had leaked the emails, it still wouldn't constitute uh, intentional interference with a contract. Uh, so that's their version, if I did it, their book, right? Yeah, and that they had no obligation to protect the confidentiality, confid- uh, the security of the emails. That's a word I can't pronounce. Right. Um, but the only – not that I want to play the other side on this uh, – the only reason why I wanted this case to actually gain some traction is there's sixty five hundred thousand emails like in the in the case. Six hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, six hundred fifty thousand that, that and are remember, disclosed. All of the, the this is part of that investigation of the Washington football team yeah. and all of the sexual harassment misconduct that was going on and how it's a basically a wrist slap and they got the a, a lot of the survivors slash victims to participate under the premise that the findings would have been published. And the NFL said, no, we're not going to do it because we want to protect those people. When they directly said, we will only participate if this happens. And so both of these things are true in this reality. John Gruden, not a great guy. The NFL, a bunch of not great guys that will absolutely circle the wagons for certain someones and leave others on the outside. And we know about the NFL and their history with the Raiders organization. And their history with John Gruden and the rest of this league. Because guess what? There's BCC and CC. And you know that that went to more than Jay Gruden, who is getting interviewed for coaching stuff right now. No, so It's crazy. It's This is the hypocrisy. This is what makes me hate sports on an element. And yes, I'm using the word hate. And I mean it. Because I'd much rather mean it when I'm talking about this versus the people that are slinging hate in emails, at players, in online chat rooms, in the comments, just like down the street. Why? Why? I, I don't get it. And well, it's just, I yeah, I lose faith it, in, in that league every day it keeps going. It's a rare case where a phony's calling the other person phony. And yeah, that trebuchet from the glass house that you rolled out yesterday, we brought it over to their house next. Yeah, so we'll keep you updated as that moves along legally. Uh, let's move on to an actual coach still employed, at least for now. Uh, now, we we missed this yesterday because uh, Mike McCarthy was full of comments. Um, and, and another one that he had that, that was really crazy to me. Uh, let me just say it. Uh, Mike McCarthy in the press conference yesterday. I thought we were nervous to start the game, of course, referencing the 49ers playoff game. I felt in the locker room at the team prayer Let me take the word nervous back. It was a little angst. I just think it was the first time we were doing this as a whole. Wasn't even me. Like, first off, why are you throwing your players under the – like, you're a coach. You're the leader. That's a team prayer. Yeah, you're the leader. 
Yeah. Like, you you are the head honcho, my man. First of all, nervousness does not indicate readiness either. Like, some people are super nervous and they're super ready. Like, isn't there one of, one of their quotes? Not his quote, but there is a quote. If you're not nervous, you don't care. Yeah, or if I you're mean, nervous, that means you care. It, yeah. Everybody's different. Ultimately, mm-hmm. the answer that I gave yesterday that McCarthy will not give, uh, we did not come prepared. By we, I mean me and my staff. Uh, the players were also part of this because we are all a team, and we are going to go through every damn snap, and we're going to figure out exactly what we need to do to get better and put ourselves in this situation next year and hopefully end up with a different result. Yeah, just absolute. Sorry no, I let you down. No accountability. And None. That second part, uh, that last sentence, I just think it was the first time we were doing this as a whole. What? What's that and remember, mean? he also made comments. Uh, I know how to win. I know how to win championships. Well, as a whole? This is your first time. Wh- which one is it, Mike? Mike, what is your name, Mike, or yeah. is it Jer Bear Junior? Or we already have that. We already have. What is he, president of operations? That's right. He has the the closet under the stairwell. That's right. Yeah, yeah, sleeping. the Harry Potter closet, yeah. right? So, yeah. uh, just we we need to touch on that. The Harry I'm Potter sure. Water. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we're gonna have more Mike McCarthy comments. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he'll be in the news no, cycle. Legit, Will he keep his he's job? He's getting fired. He's getting fired. He's getting fired. I heard this take earlier, uh, and I, I, it's not mine. And I think it, I think it's sound why wouldn't you promote dan quinn he's gonna leave jerry hates it when he loses his talent to other teams i think they had like president of player personnel last year that was gonna walk and he said nope i'm gonna pull out the checkbook you have the chance to rectify the situation guess what jerry that means you might have to give up a couple of keys on your chain yep but you know what that might get you to where you want to go this promised land might mean you have to give the tablet and all the commandments to the actual people Mm because guess what moses didn't see the promised land he didn't. He died. He, didn't. he died before yeah. they got there. Well, Dan Quinn, Everybody else made it, Kellen Moore, top prospects for head coaching jobs. Will they stay? Will Mike McCarthy stay? Uh, we'll keep you updated. Let's move back to the actual NFL talking about phonies. Uh, this was crazy. Uh, I didn't know that this was a thing. I'm so glad I found out before the show. So apparently for the Super Bowl halftime show, the NFL is asking professional dancers to volunteer to work oh, for free. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Nope. They literally I'm want. I'm so close to swearing, Adrian. They literally want all oh these dancers god. to attend every session. So, the, oh my god, the rehearsals are ten straight days coming up. Of course, leading up for the halftime show. Why can't we do the bare minimum? Ten straight the bare days. Bare minimum wage. Why? I'm standing on my tall chair. Wait, That's how but upset listen, I am listen right to now. what they want to do for free. Yeah. Ten straight days of rehearsals. Adding up to free labor. It doesn't matter how long it is. Free labor. 72 hours yeah. worth of rehearsals. Yeah. We'll just get some high schoolers in here. It'll be fine. I'm sure everybody will be super monitored because we know the NFL really takes safety of women seriously. Just rewind that feature on that Odyssey app like two minutes ago. That's available to you. Uh, no transport I, costs I covered. I literally want to cancel this segment. I hate this league. What are we doing? And some people, it's dancing you. It's such a cool experience. It's so, just think about, shut up. Grow up. Would you go do all this work for free? 72 hours? Yeah, yeah. And guess of, what? That's just when you get there. Your ass has to drive down there, too. Yeah, unless like somebody's going to drop no, you off. Yeah, no transport costs covered. Uh, they didn't even ask for NDAs, which is crazy, because obviously you don't want to give out what's going on with the show or if there's any special guests. Uh, with that being said, I really No, they only reserve the NDAs for the their harassment claims after. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay, you're going to hate me <clears throat> for HR saying this. Uh, I still cannot wait for Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, and Kendrick Lamar. Um, but, yeah, NFL 
I know you're a small business. Where those guys step up? You guys are all bajillionaires. No, don't ask. Don't ask. Well, they do it for free. Hmm? They do all halftime shows are for free, so they're not getting paid either. So they want the whole thing for free. I just realized that. Hey, dancers do it for free. Uh, You guys will get Pepsi's because it's sponsored by Pepsi. And the performers do it for free. It's crazy. NFL, come on now. And they're they're reasoning for the performers, too. They're like, you get such a big bump in your album sales and stuff after that. And that's true. But still. But those are only the artists. We're not talking about dancers and, like, the people who set up the the cannons and the freaking streamers. Like, come on. They got to eat, too. Can we buy them a cup of Easy Mac for God's sake? Come on. Lindsay, I'm so glad I, mean, I, didn't, I, I didn't tell hate you. I this league. Let's, uh, oh let's focus on people that are going to get paid. Uh, the divisional round of the playoffs. Um, I, I want to take, we're going to break down each team that's playing, all eight teams that are left. Uh, very quickly, we'll do who's facing the most pressure. Um, let's go and start off with the t- Titans and Bengals game. Uh, for me, when the van- with the Bengals, uh, it goes to Zach Taylor, their head coach. And a oh, word I just want to throw out. On. Okay. Yeah. Um, the, the word I want to I want to throw out is conservatism. The Bengals last week versus the Raiders. Raiders historically terrible in the red zone on defense, and the Bengals didn't score in the red zone. Only the early whistle call. They only scored six points after halftime versus the Raiders, and they're going to need to score. Um, they're going to need to score a lot. So, Zach Taylor, like, come on, man. You have Joe Burrow. You have all these wide receivers. Joe Mixon, you were on the hot seat leading up to this season, and a lot of people aren't giving you credit. They're giving your quarterback credit um, for doing this. You're going to have to turn uh, that red zone offense into some touchdowns. Uh, for the Titans, there is a lot with the Titans. I'm just going to give it to one player, the defensive tackle who just missed out on the Pro Bowl, Jeffrey Simmons. Uh, eight and a half sacks this season, uh, 12 tackles behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, the Titans secondary is not good. That might be a problem against Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, and Jamar Chase. Jeffrey Simmons needs to make sure he provides some pressure and gets to Joe Burrow, unlike the Raiders did yes, uh, last week in their game. So, yeah, those are going to be my two that okay. have the most pressure on I them. I have... One pressure cooker for each matchup. So you'll do it in your way, and I'll do it, I'll do it in mine. Because okay. I think the Bengals are dealing with probably the least amount of pressure out of all the remaining teams, at least off the top of my head. I'm sure I'll change that in, like, two minutes. But I really think that it, that's true because, first of all, Joe Burrow is a second-year quarterback, and there's a reason for that. And while everyone is very excited that they're taking a step and that they won a game, um, nobody expects them to go all the way. And so this is part of the natural progression. If they're able to win more and, and be – that exact formula that we were talking about earlier, the Russell Wilson plan, that's amazing. But I think most of the pressure is on the Tennessee Titans for reasons plenty outside of the fact that they're the number one seed, outside of the fact that they didn't play last week. They're I, number one seed? Aren't they number one seed? Yeah, they are? Yeah. No, I was kidding because oh, it's sorry. like they're the quietest. Like, It's hard for me to read sarcasm sometimes. No, I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's okay. Um, But I, I think the pressure is on offensive coordinator guy, whoever that is, because – they get Derrick Henry back. They have, obviously, a, a, a stable of weapons that includes Julio Jones, uh, another person with the last name Brown, so you know that greatness follows him around. And with that, we've talked about it with OBJ this year. When you have big-time names entering into a lineup at a time differently than most people, sometimes it could overcomplicate it to a point where it causes you problems. And so that offensive coordinator is – main job is to not overseason is to make sure that you're getting Derek in there, that you're getting the right touches, that you're calling the right game and, and not 
getting too caught up in the emotion of it and stuff and like sticking to the plan. And sometimes you do have to change the plan, but there is a, there is a, a fine line that I think that they have to walk. And it's not like they're working with a quarterback who's an upper echelon. I know, I know Ryan Tannehill has done great things for them. He's making a lot of money, but he's a, he's a game manager and a very good one at that. And so I, I think the Titans have a ton of pressure on them. And that's why I picked the Bengals to win this to win Ooh, this game. Save it for tomorrow. I mean, we gave our picks yesterday. We just keep maybe it'll change, maybe it won't. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's move on to probably the game of the weekend, at least for me, the Chiefs and the Bills. Mm. Uh, for the Chiefs, it's everyone else. Uh, it's not Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, everyone else needs to step up. Yeah, last week they had flashes of the return of the mighty Chiefs scoring on two plate drives. Travis Kelsey catching 48-yard touchdowns. He even threw a touchdown in that game. Mm. Uh, but the key factor uh, that was underrated was Jarek McKinnon in the backfield, 142 yards Hell total. Yeah. He's a good player. Yeah, so someone, whether it's Jarek McKinnon, Brian Pringle, amazing name, by the way, uh, McKeek Hardman, uh, McCole Hardman, excuse me, Demarcus Robinson, someone is going to need to step up outside of the superstars for that team, especially, I don't think the Bills are going to be scared of the Chiefs. Uh, mm. I think the the Bills know what this is. Uh, the Bills smacked them in the mouth earlier this season. They're still upset that they lost into the AFC Championship game. And speaking of losing in the AFC Championship game, for me, the Bills, the most pressure for me is Josh Allen. Right now, I have a sense that a Tom Brady, Peyton Manning type rivalry is beginning. Uh, unfortunately, Peyton Manning didn't win many of those games against Tom Brady. In fact, Peyton Manning lost his first three playoff games in his career. And you look at dudes like Brett Favre, who was winning MVPs and doing all these great things. He went through the tri- Brett Favre went through the trials and tribulations until he won the Super Bowl in '96. Josh Allen has an ability that early in his career, the path is set for him right now. They beat the Patriots. That was their demon. Now they got to get through the Chiefs, who haven't had that great of a season. The stars are lining up for them. Uh, And also, just from the actual game sense, Josh Allen has so much on his shoulders in the run game, trying to make this team not be one-sided. For me, it's Josh Allen, the opportunity there to be the face of the league, to to beat these superstars and really stake your claim. So I'm going with Josh Allen. I always go to the highest energy in the room, and usually that is the pressure because negative energy ultimately does technically win out. Unless, unless there is an outlier of intentionality, and that's exactly why I think the pressure is on the Chiefs and not on the Bills. I think the Bills have a certain type of pressure, but more of one that they put on themselves to to take that step as you were highlighting. And the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes has to play well. And he has shown it multiple times this year and over the course of his career, very short still, uh, that he can be rattled and that they can get him throwing – Balls that aren't going anywhere near any of his receivers. They're all of a sudden getting tipped and all of a sudden on the ground in general. And so I I, I think this is a matchup that deserves the credence that, that you gave it in terms of the clash of the of the future Titans. And so it's it's going to be an absolute battle all the way to the whistle. And unfortunately, we're out of time. We're going to have to explore the rest of these picks probably tomorrow. Uh, and Adrian, good job as usual. On the other side of the break, time to talk some hockey. Montreal, Vegas. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast you found the playmakers only on 1140 the bet las vegas Oh, man, what a banger to get us into the mood for some hockey on the docket. Golden Knights. Yep. And uh, the Montreal Canadiens. No, it is not May. Was it May that playoffs were happening? I forget because time is a social construct. But I do know that Stacey A went a perfect 10-0 last week and needed the Rams-Cardinals tiebreaker but was able to secure a $2,000 prize in our giving props uh, giveaway here. Round Back for round two of the postseason. If you missed the free-to-play contest last week, no problem. It's a brand new week, which means new props and another $2,000 up for grabs. Go to betql.com slash props to sign up. We got Jamar Chase over-unders. We got A.J. Brown over-unders. Both of them are going to be highly, highly targeted in both of their games. So if you're picking all of these right things and you are the winner, you are going to win $2,000. But also, Adrian, if you just sign up straight up, you are going to be entered into a random grand prize drawing for $10 thousand dollars somebody's got to win that cash somebody's bills have to be paid at least in partiality might as well be you head over to betql.com slash props right now to make those picks that's betql.com slash props it's just money we're trying to give you no big deal yeah um adrian 
the Montreal Canadiens are a really bad hockey team. Like, literally the worst hockey team in the league right now. Uh, but for a multitude of factors, do you have any stats that would indicate such a status? Yeah, so they're 8, 25, and 5. They only have 20, 21 points. Yep. Um, on the road, specifically, because they are playing at the Fortress today, uh, they're 3 and 15 and 4 They've won on three the games on the road. Yes. And one of them came the other night against the Dallas Stars, and I watched yeah. that game. And that was a, that's a good win, right? Yeah. Oh, it was an absolute great win for them. And it's a team that, in, in the Stars, where they play a very low-scoring style of game, and they're really struggling this year sometimes to keep it that way. And so when Montreal is fresh off of a, a W, and they've only secured a, a few of those, only two wins since the month of November, Adrian. That's wild. That This is the Canadians. The Wild are playing uh, somebody else tonight. Crazy. Um, it, it is crazy. But the Montreal power play is ranked dead last. Uh, it is not the Golden Knights any longer, but the road one is even worse. Like their normal power play is 12.2%, but on the road, 8.6%. Both of those are last in yeah, the league. Absolutely. And their penalty kill is actually not too bad, but that's just mostly effort and getting in shooting lanes. And that's why I get after the Golden Knights a lot for all the block shots that they do because. It's a great stat to have, but sometimes we actually have to play defense rather than just cover it up and do it for the gram. And so the Golden Knights are going to have to bring a really good effort tonight. And it's almost a trap game in a lot of ways because they're so much more talented, even with Mark Stone out of the lineup due to COVID protocol. Alec Martinez is also in that protocol, but he was out on the ice yesterday in a full contact jersey. But while there's not the Corey Perry is not playing in Montreal anymore. He's down in uh, Tampa Bay, but they have Nick Suzuki, who's their leading goal scorer, 21 points, seven goals, 14 assists. Obviously we are uniquely familiar with him here in the Vegas area as he was traded for one Max Pacioretty. Uh, Max Pacioretty will be making the road trip upcoming as well, which is great news to hear too. He was on the ice at practice yesterday. Jonathan Duran, who is not suspended for almost guillotining Tyler Sagan the other night in uh, in that Dallas Stars game. He has 20 points this season and is a, a very slippery player, a guy that can that can get through you, that can move through the cracks of space and then get free and clear. And when you're a goal scorer of his caliber, you can take a lot of extreme angles. You can do a, a lot of different moves and. Our, uh, our ability to keep the puck out of the net hasn't been its strongest as of late, and so they're really going to have to step up into those gaps and specifically play that neutral zone a hell of a lot tighter than what they have been, Adrian, because I think a lot of what has ailed the Golden Knights as of late is just a marriage to a certain type of game, which is basically that, that stretch pass through the neutral zone to the rush. And if you score a lot of goals, it's great. But if you give up a lot of them, if you're not playing that defense, well, maybe we just need to make this game a lower-scoring affair. Maybe we need to play in a different manner. VGK needs to rewire those quick twitch muscles and which decisions that they're making because there's too many ill-time changes during that long uh, second period and getting possession, getting low, and then getting the hell off of the ice, that's simple hockey stuff. And yeah. so there's, and, there's a time and place for everything. And if it is like a close game, uh, the Canadians right now this season in one goal games, they're one in four uh, and five, one, four and five. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I, I want to ask you a question because this is the longest home stretch that the, the Knights have had yeah, in the their team very history. end of it. Not only because of, of the games, but just obviously the delays. Uh, do you feel like, Within the team and even with, with us talking about them, like each game has added importance be- just because of like we're so eager to see the games being played that we're putting too much importance 
in these games where in there's still it still counts sure. as one game yeah. on the record. But when you're only playing one in two weeks, we spend so much time on that. Yeah, absolutely. And and you tend to focus on what's just been your current environment. And that's just been a lot of losing, a lot of disappointing hockey, a lot of inconsistency. And so that that's absolutely a, a concern that I have. But the Golden Knights have played a lot more games than, than most teams actually have. They're, they're going to be taking a few more breaks. That's why they only had five games rescheduled in, in February versus like Ottawa, who had 13 or 15 or something crazy like that. But when you have basically a sprint wrapped into three weeks, three and a half weeks, you got to find different ways to win, right? Yeah. So Montreal is 100% going to try to poison the water hole tonight. They are absolutely going to try to get that line going to the penalty box. Not necessarily because they're going to convert on the power play, but, but because they know that the Golden Knights don't do that super well on home ice themselves. Actually, the Golden Knights are pretty abysmal at converting their power plays at home. And at, on the road, they're like third best at home, it's like in the 20s. How bizarre, how weird. Maybe the booing them as they're actively playing on the power play doesn't help fans. Maybe just maybe take that note, but I'm not going to judge. But again, Vegas is 13th in the league uh, on that power play, which is a marked improvement to earlier this season where it seemed probably like 15 games that they went without a power play goal. And we also have to remember that the Golden Knights are the best shorthanded team when it comes to goal scoring. They lead the league with six shorthanded uh, goals this year. No more drop passes at the blue line to push everybody back. Why are we doing this for the breakouts, Adrian? Why why do we always have to can we can we diversify our portfolio, please? I hope so. Can we I commit to the grind? Huh? I don't understand fully, but I hope that they, you know, they need yeah. to improve it. Well it's just if if Montreal's gonna grime it up, we also have to grime it up too because if if the Golden Knights are going to continue to play the way that they are, they're going to turn pucks over high in the offensive zone because they're going to spend a lot of time down there because Montreal plays defense basically the entire game. So the Golden Knights have a tendency to get cute up high with their defense. We'll do some. We'll walk the blue line. We'll we'll get our wrists going. Maybe get the hips going as well. Shakira, no no no, quick easy pucks down low. Dumpster fires like Montreal can get back in the game really quickly by blocking shots or trying to disrupt whatever dipsy doodle you're doing up there. And then all of a sudden it's a breakaway goal in the other way. We've seen it time and time again against teams that are just as bad, if not worse, than Montreal at different points. Uh, why do we forecheck, Adrian? Why do we forecheck? Do you know? I just think that, you know, my hockey expertise can't answer that question. I want to give you the best that I can give you. I'm not sure. Can right. I ask about no. some, some defense with Montreal? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and with your goalie expertise, uh, Samuel, uh, here we go. Montembeau? Montembeau, yep. Montembeau. Uh, what, are we, what are we looking at with this, this gentleman? Who, well, this is uh, a guy a game that, yeah, he had Dallas? 50 saves against Dallas the other night. It was a career high. He, you usually associate him with the, with the Florida Panthers, but he was claimed off of waivers because the, the Montreal Canadiens are obviously going through goalie problems for, for differing reasons. But Montembeau is, is a guy that's very explosive laterally, holds his weight uh, deep in his butterfly, deep in his stance, but he is really good at getting to the back door and actually keeping his structure and his core, which is the most important part of a, of a goaltender, upright. Like He was able to get pieces of pucks on back door saves, even just off the shoulder or getting your, your hand into the right trajectory is the difference between a goal and the save of the game. And he had more than a few of those uh, the other night. Uh, as I said, he does a great job of extending into space. Uh, he has a very, very long stick and holds his glove up 
kind of like uh, more like LB, Laurent Bossois, less like Robin Leonard, a.k.a. My, my elbow is up, my, my hand is up like a high five. And with that, it's just a different type of reaction. I sometimes have to react downwards to cover up those areas around my hips. Uh, he can be caught off guard with in broken plays in front of the net, as we all can as netminders do. But when he's a bigger goaltender, you tend to sink back if those plays are are basically turning into chaos right in that slot area, a little bit lower, right in front of that net. He can get basically surprised. And so having screens, having traffic, not so much back door, but Golden Knights will need to have room to finish. Those soft areas of the ice that we talk about all the time will need to be filled in. But if you're not forechecking, which is super important, Adrian, because not only is it about playing in the offensive zone, it is about wearing down your opposition's legs and morale. Nobody wants to spend the entire game puck retrieving and doing breakouts like that sucks that's the worst and then like as a netminder even if I'm not making saves I have to be in my crouch my legs are tired Adrian I want to stand up and take a drink from my water bottle so Golden Knights need to have a better commitment to their forecheck especially on the second line which has been problematic as of late that's a Marcia so misfit line all of them when they're playing their best it's when they're forechecking and so that's why I they need to get back to their quote-unquote hockey identity which is a great cliche that we love to uh, roll out when things aren't going well or if we don't want to give anybody actual answers, which is pretty much always. But as I mentioned, no Mark Stone tonight for the Golden Knights, which is a huge omission, but he is one of the most rush-heavy players in the league. And so in many ways, his absence might help foster an environment for grimy hockey better. Let's set the tone here before we head out on the road, and especially against a team that stole our lunch money last year, stole the the Stanley Cup final berth from us or and uh, in many ways spelled the end of, of, of a very distinct chapter of this team's history. So there, there's there's going to be a lot of emotions going into this game. Yeah, there may or regular... may not be. We'll, we'll see. We'll see if there's any bad blood that carries over from last year because obviously things got a little bit testy. Uh, like Josh Anderson is always in the middle of things. Christian Dvorak likes to push people around. Mike Hoffman, while he's not exactly the same guy he was in St. Louis or even in Ottawa, he does make – it count on the power play. He has only nine points this year, but six of them have come on the power play, and he's their leading scorer. So, again, if we're going to the penalty box. we got to know who to cover. Like, we can't just leave David Perron wide open on the back door to tee off and one-timers. We're playing the St. Louis Blues, right? we got to at least get somebody that is in a, a more centralized vicinity of him and not necessarily the actual penalty kill. Sometimes you have to do that for certain players. There's not that many certain players on Montreal, but in certain situations, especially if the Golden Knights aren't playing the right brand of hockey, they need to mind their P's and Q's. And like you said, on the road after this game, mm-hmm. at the Hurricanes, at the Panthers, at the Lightning. Murderer's Row. It would help to win and end this homestand on the W before you go take on that Murderer's Row. Especially since you haven't been able to secure a lot of those as of late, and we'll have a hefty, hefty job in each and every one of those away games on the horizon. But first, again, the Montreal Canadiens, 7 o'clock at the Fortress tonight. I will be there, and we will have notes dissecting so much of the hockey tomorrow that you won't even know what to do with it. And so we will move on with our night, with our day, and into, what's our next thing? Oh, the notes from the abyss, you know, that I've written from previous games. The bet, 1140. Every day when you're walking down the street, everybody that you meet has an original point of view. And I say, You found the Playmakers. Only on 1140 The Bet, Las Vegas. 
know, Adrian, sometimes I just think if history came up and punched us in the face, we wouldn't even know it. We'd turn the other cheek and say, who are you? Because not only are they apparently rebooting Arthur, which is one of the best PBS programs of all time. 25 years. Yep. I got home every day at 4 o'clock, and I went straight to watch Arthur. I was a huge PBS kid growing up. And uh, DW, Buster, Brain, all of Mr. Ratburn, whatever. They're just, what an absolute timeless classic. But at the same time, we never learn. Like, we can't let things be what they are. We always have to bring them back up. We always have to resurrect them. Because in the same light, apparently, just like every other Disney film ever made, the Aristocats is going to be getting a live action reboot. As if they haven't learned from every film except for Jungle Book. And I don't know. Cats that came out last year that got absolutely destroyed. Like, why would you even invite this? The Aristocats is like one of the old time timely classics. I love that. I thought movie. it was just like a dirty joke. What? The Aristocrats. Like, there's a dirty joke? I don't no. know. Well, there's the Aristocrats, and then there's Aristocats. It's, I, I don't oh, know. there's a different... Well, you know, we don't come up with, you know, new know. ideas. Well, and ultimately, it's the same types of stories. Sometimes I would just... Like people to change the names, change the towns. We can did you see the formula trailer? different values. Did you see the trailer though for Fresh Prince of Bel Air? The, no. the remake. So they're they're redoing the show, but it's an actual. It's like a drama. Isn't it like super dark? It's super. It's super serious. But like yeah, the tra- SNL spoofed it this weekend. Yeah, it, or the, the, the trailer. The trailer came out. It's incredible. It's actually going to air after the Super Bowl. So sure. they're they're putting a lot into it. It looks like, it looks. Why dope. did he have to leave Philadelphia? Right? It's like, yeah, it's and it's like the, the scuffle in, at yeah. the basketball court, showing Philadelphia for its true colors, which are yeah. awful. I do want to mention real quick. We played Arthur because uh, the popular kids TV show. It's coming to a close after twenty five years. Um, the final four episodes that are going to conclude the series are going to have Arthur and all his friends as grown ups. Um, so it's not a separate series. They're just closing yet. it out with them as grown ups. Yeah, the separate series yet, which I feel like they should. Why not? Whatever. It's still kind of weird. I don't know. <laughs> Grown-up Arthur. Yeah, but kids' shows, you just kind of keep them as kids because they're always going to be kids in your mind, just like it, it, those childhood memories, right? It's all, about the, it's all about the innocence. Do you treat your notes like your kids? Uh, uh, like I mean, I, I protect them pretty, uh, pretty hardcore, I, I'm sure, but they're chaotic. I, I don't have any organization like for them. That's the problem. So like yeah, children. maybe maybe in in a way, in a way, my thoughts are are my kids. Um, we're trying this new thing where basically I bring my notes up because otherwise they just kind of go in my brain and they're not wasted, but they don't always get the credit that they deserve. And I wrote this. I remember I wrote this. I was like, this is such a genius idea, and Paul didn't want to do it. <laughs> but great thing is, I have the keys now, Adrian. I can do whatever I want. And it was uh, three NHL teams as Grey's Anatomy's characters. Like, the Golden Knights are the Preston Burke (laughs) of hockey because the post-hand injury of the pushing of self. If you're not familiar with the Preston, that part of Preston Burke's history after he got shot, he didn't have his his nerve endings people fully get shot healed. In that show? Yeah, people die in Grey's Anatomy. Shocking, I know. I just thought the and patience. So there was a very intense storyline where he was we didn't know if he was lying or if he was healed or not. Regardless, the Gold Knights were definitely in that mode where they were pushing himself too hard. Uh, instead of just healing. Uh, the Minnesota Wild are the Christina Yang before all of the bad stuff happened. The stuff that you know. AK, I was probably referencing the plane crash episode. That was a season finale one year. 
Yeah. These are tears that my baby yeah. mama's had in my house that I haven't watched. And she for. gets it. She gets she it. She gets it. Yeah. There's a lot of people that get this. And and honestly, like, we're trying to capture other people besides, you know, just the dudes that watch wrestling yeah, we, and the sports. We, we want, want everyone. We want cross-platform cross-pollination. That's what we want. Oh, yeah. The Kings, the Los Angeles Kings, are McSteamy slash Mark Sloan, uh, the chaotic phase. So before he uh, started dating Lexi Gray. Pick one, pick one, but you know it's two words. Oh, never mind. It's not about Lexi Gray. It's about Callie Torres. That chaotic period. So that's a different chapter entirely. I wish I could match your enthusiasm. You're so hot. happy reading these. I, I wrote hot plus peeps know it but hate to admit it. That's what the Kings are. They're the McSteamy of the NHL. Ah. Ah. I wonder why Paul didn't go for this. I I, I don't Honestly. know. I think it's genius. And those are the only three teams that I have. And maybe I need to expand that idea. If you guys could let me know if you like the idea, that'd be great. But regardless. Where uh, should they let you know it? At, at Lindsey Brown 35 on Twitter or at Linz with a Z, L-I-N-D-Z, Brown 35 on the Instagram because cross platform promotions Facts. branding the z the a lot sports. of username talk today everything is intentional with me mostly mostly are we gonna um you're gonna talk about my my notes yeah all right let's go back to january 20 of 2014 oh my uh, god <laughs> this is i wrote this on facebook uh oh, i'm not perfect. sure yes. but it's on facebook i put no ma'am the game ended nine and a half years ago we do not have Seattle Seahawks or Broncos championship gear. So this was after Super Bowl 50? Yeah, that I sounds believe. great. Yep. Um, I was working at Lee's locker room. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it was the morning after the game, and they just thought that we were in Denver and just have that, like, pulled up. It was the worst, man. It was – so I worked in the Lids that was closest to Raymond James Stadium for the Buccaneers, so, like – Sundays, the mall opened at 12, but, like, we had to open at, like, 7 a.m. And let's remind everyone, this is, like, peak. When did Jameis get drafted? Was it 14? This was Jameis Thir- era. So J- there still wasn't that many. Is this Jameis rookie season, though? Because Jameis rookie season was a fun time, Rookie remember? season, this was all that, yeah. Okay, Jameis so this is before Jameis started sending the balls a little bit too high yeah, in the sky. Yeah, yeah. So the, the good, the good vibes, lights. but not Super Bowl winning vibes yet. Not Super Bowl winning so vibes. But then people assumed, and then my favorite was uh, the returners. Of course, because people got to buy the gear for the party. Obviously. And then they try to come return. Uh, there was a couple times I was able to tell them that, no, you can't return that jersey. You have a sweat stain on that <laughs> armpit. What are you doing? Um, sometimes, so we'd open super early because of tailgaters and people would call. And I felt bad one specific oh, time. It was the Saints very Buccaneers. audience that pays $400 just to get the jersey this morning. Yeah, 100%. so like the, the the chick came from Louisiana they wanted to see the Saints and she called and there was a Drew Brees jersey. Sounds I was like a bad person. employee. I was at the register. There was a Drew, Burs, Drew Brees jersey there, but there was only one. Someone had bought it. By the time she came in, it was sold and she started yelling at me and I'm like, ma'am, I'm sorry, but we don't have it. Supply chain logistics. What do you want me to do? Exactly. What the hell, Sheila? Leave me alone. We're just trying to make sure we move the product and we've already done it. We have done our job just like now shout out to all look my at retail this. look yeah. at this shout out to you shout out to us shout out to all of our listeners uh we appreciate you i'm gonna be on my way to the hockey game uh we're back tomorrow 3 to 5 p.m per usual be well to others mostly yourself most importantly use your blinkers and be safe all right see you tomorrow bye sports
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.